Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. This morning we learned that people have been attacked by crocodiles and alligators. Yeah, and sometimes you get back at them by eating them. That's in, right. In gator bites. Yeah, I done did that, as we learned from Dwight this morning. <laughs> also, you know what's funny about being an adult is you forget that, you know, you can go take dance classes if you want. Yeah, your kids tap, tap yeah. dancing, you tap dance, you guys all do it together. Right, tap that class. And <laughs> celebrities are giving big tips, and some celebrities are giving small tips. Yeah. Dang. Uh, I don't I don't want to give this one away because no. there's, some, there's some big names. Getting I will dropped. say, no tip and Pippin did make an appearance. Yeah. Also, by the way, Whip's hot take today was pretty fantastic. So all that and much more coming your way right now on the Morning Mix Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is stressing you out about your partner right now? Your partner does something and it stresses you out. Let's find out. 815, always in my face about my Sunday fun day drinking. Yeah, all right. It's stressing me out. I get you. It can happen. 708 and many people. This is a very common one. Not cleaning up after himself. Okay, I like that. Lack of sex. 219, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Here we go. 630. He lays on the couch at night and he takes off his underwear and his socks. And then I find them wedged between the couch cushions the following morning. Yeah. What, what, wait a second. Like, what does that Why, smell? Were you naked on the couch? Because there's underwear and socks in the couch cushion. Oh What's going on? What's going on? 708. Anytime he's alone with the kids, he has to call me every five seconds. Yeah, come on, guys. We can do better. Come on. 630. Oh, God, he's retiring. Yikes. He will be home, quote, all the time. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, watch out. 630, he didn't tell me, and he invited his mother to live with us. Whoa. Ugh. Oh, my oh, Lord. Man. Didn't tell her. Please. Hey, could you please just break down the boxes before you put them in the recycling bin instead of just putting them in the middle of the garage? I get that one. Yeah. But very they always get sense. broken down anyway. Yeah, it's magical. My heart, my blood pressure went up again. No. Oh, my God. Hey, guys, I, the cardboard elf didn't come into the garage yeah. last night. My son and that. husband believe in that elf. It's right. amazing. Yeah. It's crazy. 847, what's stressing me out about my husband? He's obsessing about getting all new fishing supplies. He's not fished for 20 years. <laughs> well, he needs new supplies. <laughs> That's, That's why he's not going That's out. Right. Oh, my goodness. 219. <laughs> Our bathroom's been under construction for two years. Everything functions, so it should be good to go, right? Oh, yeah. Well, it all works, honey. What's the problem? This is a terrible subject for right? me today. Ooh, yeah, I get right. this one. 217. <laughs> I'm right here. My wife sets 15 alarms every single morning, but they're two minutes apart. The worst part is she snoozes all of them. Oh, yeah. Yes. Holy cow. Amy would do that often uh, earlier in our days when we first moved in together. I was like, can't you just wake up when the first one goes off? Just You just wake up. It goes off and you wake up. You wake up. It goes off up. You Off up. No. It goes off. You wake up. I'm on Amy's side. You, it wakes up. You, 
No, you, you need off. nine you... more minutes of pleasure. Oh, my God. The pleasure of sleeping. you got to got... know. You have to realize, like, okay, now I'm going to enjoy oh. this nine minutes. Then you wake up again. It's a process. She got a new one that, like, is a light one. It, it's light. It lights up, and the light is supposed to wake you up. And yeah. I was like, hold up. 17 different alarms of, of noises. That didn't wake you up, but this light's going to do it? Everybody's different, Chris. Everybody's different. This is making right. everyone so calm. I got yeah, this list. Now Chris is all, all right. up. 815. What stresses you out about your partner? My husband leaves his dirty clothes on the floor next to the hamper. Next that to is it. totally true. I love that whenever, like, the, you know, occasionally when you have company over, you'll hire a cleaning person to come in. And I'm like, really? Yeah. The underwear is just greeting her it's on the floor. Right there. Well, I mean, let, let me just defend that yeah, quickly. Ah! So if there's a lid on the hamper, if there's a lid, you got to walk all the way over there. Right. But throwing it from across the room and getting it really close or even touching the hamper, right. that's like a, a fun challenge. How how many times have you said, no, 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 I had a plan for that. I had a plan. When I wake up to pee, I'm yeah. going to grab it and drop it in. Exactly. What How is, is that possible? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fun challenge. From a 773, what is stressing you out? The kitchen is closed. Use your school stomach. I don't even know what that means. I but I guess either. like you ate at school. Oh, maybe you got to wait. You like, got to wait. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can't oh, just snack in the middle stomach. of school. Oh, like you're I able like to that. go five minutes without Thank eating. Thank you. Because yeah. maybe it's like he's going, hey, can you make me like right. a pot roast? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Kitchen's Pick up your underwear by yeah, the exactly. hamper and no. closed. Yeah. And finally, what is stressing you out about your partner? All the breathing and talking. <laughs> <laughs> the breathing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. Oh, just, yeah. a, just breathing and talking. That's yeah. what we're doing. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. The old alligator or crocodile encounter. You know, have two men in Australia. He was snorkeling. Mm -hmm. He's just out there minding his own business, snorkeling. Now, snorkeling is the one where you're on the surface with like the tube sticking up out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. Scuba diving is where you get the tank and you go down. So he's got, you know, uh, like a goggle type face mask on and then a snorkel. And that's all that's on his head. And a crocodile comes up behind him and tries to bite his head. And he manages to pry its mouth open with his bare hands and get away from the croc, get onto a boat where he's airlifted to uh, safety and gets medical attention to solve all the cuts and bruises he had from fighting off the crocodile. Have you ever encountered a crocodile or an alligator? Hey, Dwight, good morning. Hey, good morning. You've encountered uh, a croc or an alligator before? Yeah, I, I grew up in a small town called Homa in Louisiana. Okay. Uh, where Katrina and all of that came aboard. And when I was younger, I, we used to steal crabs out of crab traps because we would get like two or $300 for like, they call it a champagne. Oh, so wow. I was, coming up, I was coming up out of the water from trying to grab one that was sunk with the bobber on it, and an alligator rose up right next to me. Oh. And we were, we were just cheek to cheek, and I just slowly pushed him off. And if you, it's, it's when you move that they get you. You know, they, if you slowly push them off and they're not intimidated, then that, that's the issue. So but this thing, it was about six foot and it rose up right next to oh me. And we were just, we were face to face and it, it was like midnight. Gosh. So it's like the T-Rex in Jurassic Park when they're like, don't move. Same don't thing? Don't move. Yeah. Don't same thing move. We used to we used to burn the grass at the bayou because if you walk, they're out there sunbathing and they'll just snap right at you. Oh. So I grew up way down the bayou like... Like, no shoes all summer mm. by you. So, wow. Do you like gator bites? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I, I miss my hometown. I, I live up here now, 
because my mom remarried a Yankee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, I think the taste of Chicago, uh, you can still get gator yeah. on a stick. So there you go. You can go try that. Yeah, the fresh is the best. It's, it, 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 it's fresh is the best. There's a place in New Orleans called Mother's. Awesome. Oh, oh man, God. you just okay. heard it come out when you said New Orleans. Uh, I heard it for sure. How long have you been in Chicago, Dwight? Um, like I said, my mom remarried a Yankee, not by choice, in 1979. <laughs> Well, we have like what twelve foot of snow in one day. Uh, yeah, I can tell you what I done did and talk at you later. <laughs> what I done yeah, did. Oh, I love you, Dwight. We got to hang on to Dwight. We need Seriously. Dwight to, when we need a, a southern gentleman's help. We got to yes. reach out to Dwight. Yes. All right, Dwight. Well, be careful of the Gators in yeah. Chicago. Absolutely. You guys are so good, man. Oh, thank oh, you. Nice you. Guys, you. You guys click like <laughs> you, 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 when when people feed off each other. You know it's true. It's true. Oh. You know what I mean. You Thanks, Dwight. Feed off each other. Listen to that so southern hospital. I know. Yeah. They don't lie down there. Feeding yeah. off each other like a gator feeding off a chick. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, I haven't felt this good in a while. This is great. <laughs> okay, so Dwight's in New Orleans and actually had to shove off a gator, which that's terrifying. Hi, Kaylin. Good morning. Hi. I love you guys. Oh, we love oh, you right back. Now, you used to live down in Tampa. Is that right? Yeah, just outside of Tampa. I was about three or four years old. And we had a place set in the backyard, and just behind that was a pond with a family of alligators that lived in it. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> what, like, were there any rules for you guys as kids? Like, if you're going to be on the playhouse, you know, right. keep your head on a swivel, or one of you is the lookout. Um, my parents actually had to train us that if we saw any movement in the water, we'd have to climb on top of the monkey bars and wait it out. Oh, my Whoa. gosh. Did one ever come out and, like, wander around the yard while you guys were sitting up on the monkey bars? Oh, yes. Really? So, like, how yeah, long we, would you have to wait? Yeah. No, not long. Not long. We the the place that was right by the back door. So, if we saw the movement and nothing happened, we made a run for it to the back door. Wow. We had a we had a little puppy, so she always had to be on a leash. She could uh, never be out there by herself yeah. for obvious reasons. That's wild. And you run zigzag, or is that not a thing? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's been a minute. It's been yeah. A minute. There. <laughs> That's wild. That is crazy. All right, so I guess we got to move down to Florida or Louisiana if we want to have an alligator or a crocodile encounter. The Morning Mix Podcast. Let's go to dance class tonight. I think it sounds kind of fun. I remember when remember when Groupon was like the biggest thing ever, and everybody's there was always dance classes on Groupon where you oh. could go to some you know hardwood floor place and they teach you how to do a dance. Yeah, like maybe Julia's there. Hi, Julia. Good morning. Good morning. What kind of dance class are you in, Julia? Uh, right now I'm. In uh, salsa class. Salsa. Ooh. Now, are you there with friends? Are you there with a partner? Nope, I just go alone. Really? And then, do you get randomly paired up with people to salsa with? Yeah. So I think most people go alone. Actually, I've taken bachata too, so it's all Latin dance. Oh, and wow. I, so far, in all my classes, I've only had one couple who came together. Um, but we all rotate throughout the whole class. Now, how long have you taken salsa class for? Um, this is my. I just had it last night, and that, that was week six. Okay, and have you been a dancer uh, before in your life? Are you like, or did you just no. decide I want to go learn? Yeah, I've never danced ever. Wow. Um, I have a friend who is a professional ballroom dancer, and he kind of got me into going to some socials. And after I went to some socials, I decided to, to take some classes. Wow. That's now, is cool. there a chance mm-hmm. that you and he would end up at a wedding together, and there might be a moment where you guys get to blow everybody's hair back? <laughs> I would, yeah, I would have actually loved that, but he just moved to New Jersey. Ah, uh, well, they get married out there. <laughs> Go visit him. 
Okay, so Julia is taking salsa class. Yeah. See, salsa to me would be fun. I would like that. Yeah, sounds, you know? It sounds like a workout. Right? I mean, yeah, like a it fun does. workout. Yeah. I can never get the, I can go like front to center and then it's like a back part that I always fall apart on. Hi, Aaron. Good morning. Aaron. Good morning. Hey, Aaron. Hi. You are taking a class that I've long wanted to do. What is the dance class you're in, Aaron? I take adult tap classes. Adult tap. That'd be so cool. Gregory Hines, right? The tap guy. Uh, yeah. He was the tap king. Yeah. And then remember the show Stomp? <laughs> yeah. Remember that yeah. one? So, Aaron, how, why did you decide to take tap class? Uh, my daughter does competitive dance team through the park district and basically dared me to take the adult tap class. And so now you're better than her. I get it. I get it. Well, you know, yeah. A lot of competition, mom and daughter. Yeah, I get it. So, how long and have you been so tapping? Had- I've been doing it for two years, and we actually like, do a dance recital with all the rest of the kids. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so at the, fun. At the end of the season. So there'll be a three-year-old's dance and ballet, and then the 40-plus-year-olds come on and do a tap routine every winter that. and springtime. Yeah. So what song are you currently tapping to? Uh, Crazy Train. Crazy Train. <laughs> come on. Wow. Can we get a video of that? <laughs> <laughs> Would you be willing so, to send us a video of you and your cohorts tapping to Crazy Train? <laughs> Possibly. I'll, I'll have to ask them if that's okay. I don't see why not. But, yeah, that'd be pretty cool to show you guys what it looks like. It's a hot mess. But, you know, they don't oh. care how well we do. They just like the fact that we're adults going out there and actually breaking out of our comfort zone. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Is your daughter at Peterson Park, or where does she practice? We are out in Oswego for a step of a dance company. Oh. Wow. Is there any chance they could change the name to your class, too, Tap Dat Class? <laughs> I'll ask the teacher we'll see what you say. Yeah, pitch him that tonight. See how that goes over. You and the puns. Yeah, I like so that, right? And finally, we got to go to Britta. Hey, Britta, good morning. Hi, good morning. Britta, you are a teacher and you're teaching in my wheelhouse. What's your dance class, Britta? Awesome. Um, I'm a musical theater dance style teacher. Come on. Musical yeah. theater. Love that. So, uh, what are you guys working on right now? So, well, so I teach at Free Movement Shop up in Roscoe Village. It's a different combination every single week so i'll ask my like regulars hey what show do you all want to do and i'll choreograph a whole little ditty and it's super fun so how many times do they just go hamilton hamilton (laughs) we have yet to do hamilton it's a relatively new studio as of last july oh that's exciting they offer hip-hop lyrical it's all adults um and we may be opening up a little kids section as well that's fantastic. That What's the name of the place again? Free Movement Shop. It's F-R-E-E, movement without any vowels, so M-V-M-T, stop. Very okay, modern. I see that. Okay, so <laughs> Free Movement Shop there in Roscoe Village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they offer every style of, like, adult dance and, like, yoga and Pilates. Oh, my gosh. Like, my gosh. I do, like, a dance cardio class, too. Um, so you can also just like go for fitness as well. Well, it's and like Kanye West said, all those mocha lattes, you've got to do Pilates. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Brittany knows what's up. The Morning Mix Podcast. You've served a celeb and they were a great tipper. We got a list here of the best and worst celebrity tippers, according to a survey by Daily Mail. Some of the best, Jeff Goldblum, Willow Smith, Mike Myers, Shaq, Gordon Ramsay, Charlie Sheen. Some of the worst, Leah Michelle, Kirsten Dunst, Mick Jagger. Laura Dern, Patti LaBelle, and Brandy. We got a text from a 312. I once gave Patti LaBelle a massage when she was in Chicago, and she gave me a great tip. So oh, they're okay. proving she this right thing there. wrong. I like that. Yeah. So there we go. A lot of people are texting the old phrase, no tipping, pippin'. Oh, so we're seeing that come in. Legendary. Legendary. Awesome. Well known to be the case. Let's start here. 
Hi, Christy. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Who? What celebrity did you serve or uh, bartend for? Uh, I was a server at Joe's on Weed Street, and actually Richard Marks and Hugh Jackman came in that night. They came in together. Whoa, Whoa what? They're buddies? Star yeah. power. That's hilarious. Uh, okay. Apparently they're friends. Who knew? Um, <laughs> but they both came in together. I knew that Richard Marks was coming in, and then Hugh Jackman was a, a bomb that got dropped on me. But <sighs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, Hugh Jackman ordered one bottle of water, and he gave me a $100 bill. Hey! Yes! Wolverine's a big tipper. Yeah, yeah of course that. he is. <laughs> He's the greatest showman on earth. That's yeah, intense. Okay, awesome. so Christy, Hugh Jackman gave you a $100 tip on a bottle of water. And then Donna, good morning, Donna. What celeb did you get to serve? Anthony Rizzo at a wedding. Anthony oh. Rizzo at a wedding. Now, a wedding, interesting. Yeah. Not generally a place people tip, right? Do you tip at a wedding? I've never tipped yeah. at a wedding. At the open yeah. bar? Yeah. Oh, you, oh, at the bar. Yeah, you oh, throw sure, 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 sure. Yeah, the, the oh, jar I tip out. at the bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. So, yeah. So, were you at the bar? Yes, I was. Got it. Okay. And what happened with Anthony Rizzo at the bar? He left the bartender's $1 for the entire night. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. up. Well, maybe that's because he plays first base. That's what it is. That's what it was. No, that's dumb. That was all the cash he had. Have you ever done the thing at the wedding where you walk up and I I don't want to be a a jerk, but I want to make sure they see that I'm putting putting a 20 in. This is my wife. And the two of us are on this 20 (laughs) and we thank you for your services. You know what I'm saying? I think that was a Seinfeld too where George, like he takes it back out so they can see him. But just for the record, Anthony Rizzo, incredibly charitable guy in right. life, by the way. But just really so tightens it up at a wedding. Apparently the wedding tipping, maybe not, but charitable to the T's in many ways, Anthony Rizzo. Hey, Patrick, good morning. Good morning. You served an Olympian. Yes, I served Katie Ledecky at Zaza's after a swim meet. Okay, she's an Olympic swimmer. Now, at this point, was she an Olympian already when you served her? Yes. So okay. She actually came came back uh, to do the pro athlete swim meet in, at Ty Warner Park in uh, Westmont. And so she came to the restaurant across the street, Italian restaurant that I work at, and she came, um, ordered like spaghetti and meatballs, super cheap, and then gave me a $75 tip. Oh, that's oh. great. Okay, that's nice. nice. That's a good one. Yes. Oh. Katie Ledecky, a gold medal tipper. Good news. And now we go to Justin with a massive name. Hey, Justin, good morning. Morning. How you guys doing? Good, man. This Justin. Who did yes. you serve, Justin? Uh, I once served Katy Perry for her buyout of her birthday party at a private event. Okay, a private Hi. event. It's her own event. Okay. She has. And what was the tip at the end of the night, Justin? She left the serving staff fifteen thousand dollars. Oh! <laughs> That'll do it. How many servers were there? Uh, there were ten of us. Oh, whoa! Oh, hey, whoa. That's nice. Fantastic. Good gig. That is amazing. Is that the nicest celeb tip you've ever received, Justin? Uh, I've served a few. Johnny Depp was one. He comes in on usually tips or mm-hmm. usually tips around twelve hundred dollars for like six people. Wow. wow. Well, Johnny ran out of money at one point, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, that's he good. He's better giving it to you happened. then. Yeah. That's he's fine. working it back. He's, yeah, he's, he's coming back. A couple with more him. ads. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, Ryan Gosling, uh, Shia LaBeouf. I oh worked at a private club in Hollywood, so I got to meet a lot of people. Oh, nice. very cool. Okay. Drop it. Pure emotion, he's never fake. Yeah. Guilty pleasure like stepping on a rake. Oh. He might even make your head shake. Here we go with hot take. Well, Taylor Swift is in town this week, and what? I make the following statement. I don't want to surprise anybody with this, <laughs> right? Ooh. In complete seriousness and with no sarcasm whatsoever. Are you ready? Taylor Swift 
when you consider everything, is the greatest musical artist of all time. Wow. Now, first, let's consider the facts, all right? She's already in the top 25 top-selling album artists ever in the U.S. At the age of 33, ahead of her on the list are artists like the Beatles, Garth Brooks, Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, the Eagles, etc. What do all those people have in common? They're all either old or dead or both. With the point being, they've had decades and decades and decades to rack up the kind of numbers that Taylor Swift has managed to pull in in just a decade and a half. And perhaps more importantly, Taylor Swift sells gobs of albums in an era when nobody buys music anymore. You can stream whatever you want for free, anytime, anywhere. Who needs to buy albums? But if it's Taylor, her fans will shell out whatever it takes to own her music and everything that goes along with it. Four different covers to the same piece of vinyl? Sign me up for all of them. Is there a book and a hat and a poster and a keychain to go with it? Give me the works. And speaking of that music, Taylor Swift is today's variety all by herself. Having started out as country, morphing into pop, and now sort of an introspective, folky singer-songwriter phase, along the way, she has put 189 songs on the Billboard chart. By far the most for any female artist. 40 of those have gone to the top 10. Nine of them have gone to number one. And this past October, she became the only artist ever to occupy every spot in the top 10 at the same time, with Antihero at number one and other songs from the Midnight's album taking up the rest of the spots. Of course, the Midnight's album went straight to the top of that chart, too, as it did in every country pretty much around the world. Speaking of her albums, don't forget Taylor's done something nobody else had ever done before her and very few would even dare to do. She got into a dispute with a record company about some of her old music and who has the rights to what. What did she do? She fought him for a minute and then she said, you know what? I'm going to re-record all my old songs and release new versions of all of them. And instead of saying, we already have those, her fans have bought and loved all the new versions, too. And she made new hits out of old songs, including the longest song ever to hit number one, a (laughs) 10-minute version of All Too Well, which has made recent lists of the greatest pop songs ever. Then there are the live shows. After this era's tour is over, make sure you Google up the highest grossing tours of all time. This one will be at or near the top of the list. Think about this. When you hear about some band playing a show everybody wants to attend and nobody can get tickets, normally that's a huge artist at a small venue. Think the Rolling Stones at a club or Prince at the House of Blues or something like that. This is three nights at a football stadium. Like 180,000 tickets to be had, and nobody can get them. Or the people who do are shelling out Super Bowl-level prices to do so. And that's not just happening here. That's happening at football stadiums across the country. I can't remember an instance of demand so far outweighing supply when there's actually a huge amount of supply. It's a testament to the fact that everybody loves Taylor. And by everybody, I mean everybody. Her whole persona has transcended age, gender, and all the classifications by which our music tastes are usually divided. Your mom has a favorite Taylor song. Your dad turns up shaking off when it comes on the radio. Your little brother, your old aunt and uncle are definitely into bad blood. And frankly, you cannot be in a bad mood when you hear this. Come on! Even Swanee's dancing. That's right! That's right, she has so many big songs, some of her best songs are actually underrated. Like this one. Finally, I know I've been on this for 10 minutes now, but finally, you know what she's done? She's amassed her empire with class all the way. She hasn't built a career out of showing off her butt or writing songs about her body parts or other people's body parts or doing anything that might be considered cheap. She's done it by writing songs with substance and depth 
and musicality and throwing in a large amount of style to complete the picture instead of the other way around. That is why, Counselor, I'm putting forth the opinion that Taylor Swift, as it stands, is the greatest musical artist of all time! Oh my god! It's class, not ass, baby! That's it! Uh, testing, one, two, one, two. Soundcheck? Soundcheck. This is Nikki Soundcheck on the Morning Mix. Okay, so everything has to start with Taylor Swift. So let's just get that out of the way now. Taylor Swift, we're going to talk about one of her best friends. And oh. they both say that they're best friends. Ed Sheeran constantly saying he can call her all the time. Especially yeah. because he's got this weird thing in his life, like being a mega superstar and playing Soldier Field type arenas. But he said he can still call Taylor any time of the day. They've been on the phone for like an hour and a half sometimes, just kind of talking each other through everything. They said, don't keep your problems or pain locked inside. Find someone to talk to. And uh, he's referring to Taylor as that person for him. I wonder if they have the same start of a conversation most people do. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Yeah, fine. What's up? Not much. You? Eh. Right. Oh, okay. They're yeah. just normal people. Right. Probably. I mean, they both have a lot going on. Yeah. yeah but then yeah, at some point, yeah. they're like, oh, I'm back at Soldier Field again. Yeah, and sorry. They, right. they forgot the food. Yeah. <laughs> you so know? I'm at Fallon. You know when you're at Fallon? You know <laughs> yes. Fallon and you're back there? I think yeah. they talk investment guys. Yeah, I bet they're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, but they have each other. And Ed Sheeran also on the road. You know, Taylor obviously doing Ed on the road. And he's been doing a lot of very cool things. Like, he's been stopping by schools and surprising high school bands and playing, which is very cool. And then he did uh, this one, which is hilarious. So, keep in mind, when he's here, what, late July, yeah. late July 29th, uh, he stopped in a brewery on Saturday oh. and just decided he likes beer. He likes music. Right. Let's do this. So, we, t- uh, he talked about it. He was in Atlanta? Yeah. Right? All right. So I'm in Atlanta and I've been told that there are some breweries that are good in Atlanta. So I'm going to go to this brewery, serve some beers, play a gig and then buy everyone in the beer garden drinks, beers on me. For one hour, drinks are on me. Enjoy the free beer. Hey, you got a free show and free beers from Imagine Ed Sheeran. If, if he does that in Chicago, he'd be like, all right, for the next hour, all beer. And Nikki's just, vroom. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that woman. Did she just throw on five beers? I didn't even finish my sentence. Yeah, but I mean, how fun. So hopefully he'll do that. I don't know where he'll, you have a lot of options. We've got a lot of beer here mm-hmm, in Chicago, a lot yeah. of options where he could do this. Um, and then the final Ed Sheeran note. So, yes, we brought this up earlier Ted Lasso ending. Probably, have we official officially, we know this is it, or is there still kind of a question mark? I can't figure it out. It's weird. All of the people in it are like, it's done, we're done, and then there's other things that are like, are they done? Maybe they're not done, but it seems like they're done. Okay, well, and this is really great. So yeah, the show did come out last night, you know, if you were on the Pacific, I think it came out like 11 uh, Pacific time last night, so they got it ahead of everybody. But it's out now, and this is, it sounds like it's going to be a big part of this season slash series finale, whatever's happening. So check it out, but this is a song he wrote just for Ted Lasso. It's going to be in the final episode if you haven't seen it already. And uh, it's called Beautiful Game. It's a beautiful song. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. Halle Bailey is the star of the new live-action Little Mermaid, which is doing swimmingly right now, box office-wise. $95.5 million so far in that. Halle posted some behind-the-scenes video while she was filming Little Mermaid. And uh, just before I reveal what that controversy is about that video, I want to say this is kind of like the small thing that I really hate about the internet and headlines sometimes. Everyone online is debating what she is eating in this video recently. And they're like, is it a pepper? Is it a pineapple? Is it melon? Um, And there's like no controversy whatsoever. But people are like, A, fighting about it. And B, it's like clear as day, in my opinion, that she's eating cantaloupe. They're like very thinly sliced cantaloupe. And 
this is basically a non-story. So just to be clear, I am part of the problem. I'm talking about a story that is not a story, but um, everybody else is talking about it too. I'm glad you have this platform. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm just letting you know. Um, so she's eating it, it, Even melon. what she said. Yeah. Cantaloupe. She, yeah. Cantaloupe. Got it. Okay. And that's the story. Um, so you guys are all married in this room, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not to no, each other. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not you, dog. But um, before you guys got married, did you have a list of what you were looking for in a partner? Like a checklist? No. no? Yeah, not really. No? Uh, I don't think so. But well, I know when I met her, she had it. She's listening. Perfect, perfect. And she's great. Um, but Kim Kardashian has a very long list, so she's making oh, it up oh, for yeah, all of you. Take a problem. listen. Protect me. Oh. Fight for me. What? Good hygiene. Calm. Mm. No mom or dad issues. Patient. Supportive. Genuinely happy for me. Successful. Good teeth. Teeth are like one of my biggest turn-ons. The straighter, the hornier I'll get. Spontaneous. Fun. My friends and family love him. Mm-hmm. Someone that can be a role model for my kids, especially that my boys can look up to. No heavy baggage. I have enough. Taller than me. Someone that loves to work out. <gasps> a motivated person. Oh, an independent person that's <laughs> not clingy. And someone with good taste. No balding. But then I don't know. If I'm also in love, like, I'll rub your bald head. You know what I mean? That's the one she'll give? <laughs> I, I all I'm all those except I don't whips all of them too, but we don't really work out. And then Brian Urlacher is like, why did I do all this hair stuff? Yeah. I could have just been bald yeah. and still gotten Kim. And just to be clear, yeah. she's been married three times. Yeah, well, they but they, they all, all a lot of attributes. They yeah. all have great teeth. A lot to <laughs> learn that <have>. much. She <laughs> just <laughs> described a Pixar character. <laughs> <laughs> teeth really turn her on. So. Watch out, yeah, straight teeth. It's all in You got it. You got a chance. Really Chris. horny. Yeah. In another part, she also says, "I'll help them get veneers if they don't have straight teeth." Oh gosh! Wow. So there's that. Um, finally, free. So this it's like amazingly warm out. It feels like hot weather is finally here. Cross your fingers, hopefully, to stay. And there is a mom online that is giving us a freezy pop mom hack. Oh. So um, she's like, this is great if you have toddlers. You don't have to waste like a full freezy pop because they just want a little taste. And sometimes they get bored of it or they drop it or they spill it. So you take a full freezy pop and you bend it in half and let it. You, you put it in the freezer like over like a cup. So that okay. you basically make two freezy pops oh, out of one. Interesting. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. The, t- the, the where the crease is is kind of empty. So that you can cut, you can cut it. Cut right it. There. Exactly. Yeah. If you try Brilliant. to do this without that, yeah. all the juice just yeah, goes yeah. out. Brilliant. Brilliant, right? Thanks, moms. That's your flash briefing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.